It is 9.20. Welcome back to Total Information AM. I'm Debbie Monterey along with Megan Lynch. Our local chapters of the NAACP have placed a priority on reading, launching the Right to Read campaign, and joining us in studio is Dr. Ian Buchanan. He is the recently named Education Chair of the St. Louis City chapter of the NAACP. Welcome to Studio B. Thank you. I'm excited to be here on this wonderful, wonderful cloudy day. (laughs) We're just pretending we're in London this morning. Let's do it. Seattle, (laughs) London. Well, first tell us, what is the Right to Read campaign? Absolutely. So one of the things that we know is that literacy is a human right and a civil right. And so the NAACP has said that we understand the need and we have an opportunity to stand in the gap to make space to create a tent so we can ensure that all students are reading proficiently, at least by third grade. And so the Right to Read campaign is an attempt to bring people to the table to create a tent so we can come together as invested stakeholders to ensure that all students, again, can read proficiently by third grade. Very specifically, our focus is on black students because one of the things that many people believe is that when general America or when white America has a cold, black America has flu, pneumonia, COVID. And so this is an extreme challenge, but it is also one that we can confront and that we can face. And so the NAACP is saying we want to stand alongside the people who are committed to this work. And we, as an NAACP, as an organization, want to play a role in challenging the dismal literacy performance that we see right now. Now, you've been in the trenches as an educator uh, with University City and and have formed your own firm as well. Tell us a little bit more about what you see as far as proficiency among minority students. In terms of the data, What we see is about one in five students who are reading proficiently uh, by third grade. So we're talking about about 20 percent or more. And so anywhere you go, 20 percent is a failing grade. And so, again, uh, this is a crisis because we know the implications for individual students and also for our community if students are not literate. There's a book out by Dr. Alfred Tatum called Literacy is Life, and it specifically speaks to this point around the importance of literacy. And again, we know that uh, it is not the student's fault. It is not the parent's fault. It is not the teacher's fault. We all have some accountability and we all have a role to play. I know one of the issues for a long time was if you're trying to get a kid interested in in reading, you have to find them something that interests them. And for black children, there just really weren't a lot of books that were about them or reflected them. That is changing a bit. But um, is it is it enough? Oh, it's definitely not enough, but it is a fundamental component. There are many parts to this recipe. And one of those is high interest books. And also we, we talk about this concept of windows and mirrors. And so kids need to see windows. That is, they need to see what the world is outside of themselves, but they also need to see themselves. And one of the reasons that the work of people like Julius Anthony is so important is because black students need to be able to pick up books and see themselves or see others. And they need to be able to connect the text to themselves, to the world or to other texts. And so, yes, that is a, a, a component of the work. However, Kids need to be taught how to read. And it is an explicit, direct science and skill set that teachers must have. This doesn't happen by osmosis. And one of the things that brings us to this point is that one of the methodologies around uh, how we teach kids really 
in essence said, um, we teach kids almost by osmosis. And so unless we decide to implement some very specific, explicit strategies, we will not move the needle for kids in our community and in our uh, country. Is this a generational issue for many families? I I think it is. Uh, I think it definitely is a generational issue because what happens is some of the parents who may not have had uh, the best literacy experience in turn may have some issues around empowering children, may have some issues around feeling intimidated by uh, uh, having conversations with educators, even entering schools. And so we know this parent issue is one as well. And so we know that this is a multifaceted, multi-layered issue, and it takes all of us to have our hands on the wheel, including families. I, I do think it's important for parents to model reading, but I can say as a as a person who reads all the time and has I have a house filled with books and my kids have grown up watching me read all the time, it's, it was still such a struggle, so hard to get them to read anything. My daughter finally is reading books. She's in college now and she's reading for pleasure. So I'm glad, but it's still a struggle with my son. And I mean, just overcoming social media and p- kids' phones and so many distractions, that I think plays a huge role too, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Uh, but I also want to say it's not just a kid ish- issue, it's an adult issue. I read a stat recently that said that almost 50 percent of adults don't read another book after they leave college. And so we're not readers either. We are consumers of bites and sound bites and bits and tweets, but we don't necessarily read as much either. Applause to you uh, for reading to your children or to for modeling that. But this is a societal issue. It's not just a kid issue. So let's talk about the right to read campaign And, you know, you talked about having a specific strategy. So what do you need from the community to push this forward? Yeah, again, I think we need all people at the wheel. The first thing we need to do is, and and this is what the NAACP is doing, is we're doing a very comprehensive landscape analysis because we want to know what the need is. We want to know the depth of the challenges. and We also want to know ways that this work has been done across the country and in our region, because there are some schools that are getting this right. So I think one of the starts is ensuring that we do this comprehensive landscape analysis, and then we start to move towards action. Is this going to be, because uh, you are with the city chapter, is this region-wide? Because this I know there are region-wide. certain so this, districts that are not doing as well as others, but, it, it, but I mean, reading is down everywhere. Well, let's just say this first. First and foremost, there are very few districts who are doing right by black children in terms of literacy. And that is not to indict the district, but I think sometimes some districts can have cover. For example, there are some of our more affluent districts who might have, uh, on average, students doing very well in literacy. But when you disaggregate that data and when you drill it down, you'll find that black and brown students are still underperforming. And so this is an issue not just for the city, but this is a city-county issue. And again, to be honest, this is a national issue. And so the national NAACP is also looking at this issue as well. And really one of the impetus or one of the initiatives uh, or catalyst for us to do this work is work that's happening in Oakland with the Oakland NAACP. And that was really what the Right to Read documentary was about last week, was uh, having a gentleman by the name of Kareem Weaver to talk about his work around literacy in Oakland. And so we can, again, be encouraged that there is a solution and also know that there are other people across the country who are working to move the needle forward and who have also had some successes. Well, Dr. Buchanan, we look forward to hearing more about your work as it progresses. Absolutely. Thank you so much. That is Dr. Ian Buchanan, St. Louis City NAACP Education Chair, talking to us today about the Right to Read campaign.